Say something. Why do you, you keep moving this? I didn't like where it was. Why didn't you like where it was? It's in front of my face. You don't like it in front of your face? No. I don't get it. Welcome to the Approach Podcast with Adam. Adam is a celebrity chef turned health coach to the stars, an ex-gymnast and ultra marathon runner. Here, he'll discuss intermittent fasting, sugars intake, sustainable weight loss, and so much more. No script needed and off the cuff. Adam's knowledge and passion for wellness and nutrition will blow you away. So sit back, relax, and prepare to get healthy. All right, what's up, guys? My name is Adam Potash. I am a health coach. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. As usual on these podcasts, I am double dipping. Well, I like to think of it as being a little more efficient, right? Killing two birds with one stone. So I am on TikTok Live right now while I'm recording this podcast. And I think we have an amazing topic, something that I actually... Uh, sent in my newsletter. If you're not subscribed to my newsletter, uh, you can definitely check that out at adampotash.com. Get signed up for that. We try and do them every week, every other week sometimes, but some really cool information. I get my information inspired by questions that I get asked on social media all the time. So I take that opportunity to answer some questions for you. If you're on with me live on TikTok, thank you for joining me. I'm actually recording my podcast right now. So you're in for a little treat. You can, you know, stay with me live or you can check back on the podcast. And that's the Approach Podcast uh, on iTunes and on Spotify. So, all right, guys. So the topic for today is, can I eat whatever I want and still lose weight if I'm doing intermittent fasting? And so here is my, here's my direct answer. Number one. I think it's a silly question. And no, I don't believe that there's no such thing as silly questions. I think there are such things as silly questions. So can I eat whatever I want and still do intermittent fasting? So my first rebuttal or question back is, why would you want to do intermittent fasting if you don't want to make some changes to your health and your diet? Why would you, why would you kind of do things half-assed? Like, if you're looking to do intermittent fasting to make a change, but not really make a change, like think about that for a second. So why, again, why do you want to do a change? Obviously you're looking to do intermittent fasting for weight loss or for health or nutrition or, you know, get gain all the other benefits from intermittent fasting. Why would you not want to make any other changes? I, I don't, I don't get that whatsoever. Um, it's like wanting to go on vacation, but like walking there. <laughs> I don't know. I guess in, in time, I'll come up with a better analogy. That's just the one that I came up with at the top of my head. But yeah, think about it. It's like you want to do something, but not really. Um, so the second piece when I get asked this question is, listen, you can do whatever you want. It is your body. It is your life. You can uh, you know, continue to eat pizza and ice cream or whatever it is that you're doing. Like I can't sit here and hold your hand and tell you and slap things out of your mouth and things like that. You can do whatever you want. Um, but again, I'm a health coach. I promote healthy eating. I get people to start understanding what food is and properly fueling their bodies. So with that said, if you're going to do intermittent fasting, I would also look into making some healthy changes. With that, listen, if you just ate whatever you were eating currently, 
and put that in an intermittent fasting window, yes, I do believe you would lose some weight because what is happening is you're taking those you know, that food intake. And instead of breaking it out throughout the entire day, you're putting it in a smaller window. And what that would do is the times that you're not eating, you would be burning fat, right? Intermittent fasting targets fat to burn as energy. So if we take out all the times of the day that you would be eating and put it in an intermittent fasting window, yes, I believe you probably would lose a few pounds because that time again that you are not consuming food for 16 hours, you would be burning some fat. But again, back to my original rebuttal to this question is don't make a change and do the change halfway. Like you could start with intermittent fasting and then kind of look at some other habits you want to shift. I think that's the best way to look at it. Listen, you don't need to go all, you know, all or nothing on on intermittent fasting, but I would start with intermittent fasting. I would start with kind of creating that schedule for yourself, whatever works best in your time frame. And then I would set some some goals for myself, some habit changes for myself pretty quickly, like kind of right off the bat, right? Within your first week, two weeks, month, I would kind of get ahead of the game and start looking at what are some of those changes that I can make. I got the intermittent fasting down, did that. Now, hey, what else can I change? And if you listen to any any one of my podcasts before, I, I always talk about how weight loss is not this one big, this one big aha moment. Weight loss generally in my over 11 years of experience, has to do with a lot of little changes that you tend to make over time. So it's funny, if you're, if you're in my group and listening to this, uh, we did a live Q&A last night. We do that as part of my a group, the approach group. Um, if you're signed up for that membership, awesome. If you're not, you can get information at theapproachweightloss.com. You can sign up there. It's only a $19.95 a month membership. There's my plug. Um, but we talked about how I never talk about dairy. And so the question came up as, hey, like Adam, like how do you feel about dairy? I'm like, look, dairy isn't the best thing for you. Gluten isn't the best thing for you. But I really haven't you know, guided you in a certain way. The fact that you are you know, bringing this up in a Q&A or the fact that you're questioning about it is a, an amazing thing, right? Because you are now bringing that to your attention without anybody telling you. And hopefully... Those types of conversations, now you'll start to make some changes on your own without any direct influence, right? And, and I use the analogy, you can lead a horse, uh, or sorry, you can teach a man to fish or you can catch a man to fish, right? I'd rather teach you how to start making some of those decisions so that you can start making them on your own than say, hey, Lindsay, uh, eat this, don't eat that. Do this, don't do that. Like, that's not a very sustainable practice. I don't believe, you know, that that's kind of diet mentality where they give you, okay, you're going to do this for 30 days. Uh, and then once the 30 days is done, is done, like you gain all the weight back. You don't know what to do. You're like a deer in headlights. You're like, now what? Um, so I'd rather have my clients create some of those habits for themselves and create some of those questions for themselves. So that way your weight loss, your health becomes a very sustainable uh, practice. So I hope that makes sense for everybody listening, whether on TikTok or, or at home listening right now, um, you know, coming to some of those 
you know, answers to some of those questions is, is I think very valuable when you do it on your own or just kind of being mindful of the situation. Um, but not, you know, not to get offhand here, the question again for the day and for this TikTok or for this podcast, excuse me, is can I eat whatever I want? And if you're doing intermittent fasting, again, start with the intermittent fasting, start with the easiest form of doing intermittent fasting, which is 68. Another question I get all the time is, hey, can I do 24 on? Can I do 20, 20 hours off for on? Can I do longer fast? I am a health coach. I believe in consistency. I believe in creating um, habits that are sustainable. And so the best way to do that is by doing a 16-8 method. Uh, that way, they have proven time and time again, study after study, that the 16-8 method does not really stress your body out. Where if you go any further, if you do some of these 20-hour fasts or 24-hour fasts and things like that, um, you tend to stress your body out a little more than it needs to be. So although there are some benefits added to the longer fast, there are some drawbacks to doing those longer fasts. So Again, start off with that 16-8 method, and then my next step or my next suggestion would be is to incorporate some healthy habits, and it doesn't have to be all at once. Maybe your, your next step is, hey, I need to drink more water. Do that for a week. Add something to that. Hey, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to cut out dairy. That would be the week after. You know, uh, I'm going to cut out gluten. That would be the week after that. So start creating a system to where you can implement some healthy habits. And what that does is it takes away some of the bad habits and replaces them with healthier ones. Again, hope that makes sense. This is the best way that I found in coaching my clients that they are sustainable with all their weight loss journey. Um, again, don't do all or nothing. Don't have that New Year's resolution mentality where you hit the gym, you know, six, seven days a week. And then, you know, three weeks later, you're done. You're out. You have no motivation anymore. Start small. Like, hey, New Year's coming up in a few months. Like, go to the gym twice a week. Like, that's it. Don't kill yourself. Don't commit to more than that. Commit to the minimum. And if you can do the minimum, you can build on that, Right. So go to the gym twice a week, commit to that, build on that. After a month, I would say, of going twice a week, add in the third day. See how that's manageable for you. But you don't want to overcommit and like under deliver, right? You don't want to say, I'm going to go to the gym six days a week. And after a week, you're like, oh, all these excuses come up. I can't. I got to pick up my kids. I got to work late, whatever it is. And then before you know it, again, everything has stopped. Everything has come to a halt and forget it. And you're back to your old ways and your old bad habits. Um, so I hope that makes sense for everybody on how to kind of make some of these healthy transitions and make them last. Um, I did have some other topics that came up last night. Again, if you're not a part of my group, it's an amazing uh, health membership to be a part of. Uh, cheese was another one, right? Like cheese, dairy, um, bread or gluten, things like that. Those are things that I typically do not talk about in my in my program or in my group but you know if you're coming up with that those facts on your own that's that's great another um thing we talked about last night was emotional eating this is this is big right emotional eating everybody has some form of emotional eating you know i'm i might eat out of a happy emotions you might eat out of sad emotions 
or vice versa, right? We are all emotional eaters. We associate food with emotion because it's all around us and we can get that quick fix. Or we're in a great state, we have great emotions going for us, and we can avoid some of those bad, harmful products, food items, right? So how to best tackle emotional eating. My advice for those of you that are all emotional eaters out there, and if you're on live with me on TikTok right now, listen up. The best advice and to tackle emotional eating is to realize where those emotions are coming from, okay? That's with any bad habit, you know, that you have created for yourself. Figure out where those emotions are coming from. Figure out why you're doing those bad habits. The analogy I gave last night on my live Q&A was pretend you're a, pretend you're a, uh, a general leading an army, right? You're, you're a sergeant or general leading an army into battle. And you have no idea where the other uh, country that you're battling is, right? You, you have no idea. So you're kind of going into this battle blindly. That's the same analogy as emotional eating, where is if you kind of do your homework and you have an idea of where your enemy lies, so to speak, you have a much better chance of winning that battle. So think about it in those terms, right? Um, if, if you can understand where those emotions are coming from and say, oh man, yeah, that report was due at work. That's why I'm stressed out. Or man, oh, the kids are just driving me nuts and, and that's why I'm going to the Oreos. That's why I'm going for the chips. You have a much better chance of, of battling those emotions, those cravings, if you can start understanding. Take a step back. Start understanding where those emotions are coming from. So I hope this helps everyone at home. I don't want to go into too much more detail on these two subjects. I think this is a great way to start with your intermittent fasting and start to make some healthier habits. Again, I'm going to do another plug. If you're interested in losing weight, go to The Approach weightloss.com. We have over 490 members, maybe 500 by this time, 500 members in this health membership, all losing weight, all doing well, all supporting one another, which is the, the best part about losing weight, right? Having that support, having that accountability of everyone in the same mindset doing the same thing. So thank you guys all for listening to my podcast. I hope to see you guys here soon. Take care. So you never miss an episode. If you're interested in health coaching, nutrition, and wellness tips, make sure to check out Adam and follow at Adam Potash Approach.